Hey everyone, it's the 14th of December and you're listening to the Go Play That podcast. I'm your host Rob Cook and joining me today is Bob Marate. Hello everyone. And uh, we're a man down, Tom Wolford is is ill this week, so we are going to do the best we can <laughs> with the resources we have, Bob. He's got a severe case of the slackies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little harsh. I think he's, uh, I know, he's coming I know. down I mean, with he's, a winter he's bug. He's actually ill, yeah. He's yeah, really... yeah, yeah. But he needs, he, he's, um, he's getting, he's on the, on the mend already, but, uh, uh, just, just not, uh, got the voice or the ability to laugh without going into some kind of coughing fit, uh, just yeah. for this one. So, so we'll skip by. It'll um, be like a podcast with you and I and the Yeti. So, yeah, exactly. We've already, like we're that. already speaking into Yeti. So we've got yeah. enough of them. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, damn. <laughs> uh, this is going to probably be another ramblecast to a certain extent because uh, Bob's informing me that he's been deep in Final Fantasy fifteen to the yeah. extent that you, you've now finished it. You you managed to uh, get through it. Like, did you feel like you rushed it, or are no, you happy no, no, with no. your your time? I'm with quite it? I'm quite happy with with the time that I spent with the game, and and I'm still gonna spend some more time with the game. So what I okay. what I meant is that I main I finished the main story. Mm-hmm. Took me a total of forty eight hours, I think. Okay, but yeah, you can. I mean, I've seen people complete it in like twenty something. So I've, I'm already more than happy with the time that I spend exploring the world, doing side quests, and over and over. Right. Yeah. You know, seeing the the game, and and I'm still not done with it. I'm pretty sure that I will. I will get back to it, but these these past days they've just been um, the, the story gets to a point where it's in a constant high, mm-hmm. and and I just could not leave it, and and I lost many hours of sleep because of that, and <laughs> and that yeah that 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 cost me as well. So no more, yeah, I'm I'm done with the main story. I'm now I'm still it's just going to be side quest every now and then for mm-hmm. for lols and for fun, sure, and well, and other games. It sounds like they're doing stuff to it. So um, this was this was kind of newsworthy over the last week. Is that they they've laid out in in a fair amount of detail what they're planning to do to the game now that it's been launched, and that includes making some changes to to narrative to a certain extent, but also like going over some some areas of the title that they weren't happy with or that players aren't happy with. Um, and then there's like a, there's a season pass which. I like is an interesting one for a Final Fantasy game in terms of what you what you might expect from a story driven like RPG and yeah. what what that could entail. So what what do you think now you've finished it and and me sitting on the other side haven't actually been able to play it at all yet and I'm waiting until uh the new year or something like that are definitely going to be one of the big misses on my game of the year considerations. Um how do you feel about the idea of them going and you know, revisiting areas of this game. Okay. Um, you mean with DLCs and such? With the, also with the updates that they're patching stuff, like chapter 13 has been mentioned as an area that they're revisiting to make improvements to. And they've also mentioned that there might be some narrative changes or characters being fleshed out or areas of the story being beefed up. Uh, 
at first i i did not really understand the idea of having to patch a particular chapter or a particular mm. piece of the story because it's like what so this is this is something that ha- that is like unheard of except for mass effect 3 which had like an extended ending patch at some point yeah. mm-hmm. but but this one is like yeah we're going to just change uh, chapter 13 and everyone everyone was like why I mean, should I now hold back? Should I should I wait right. until you yeah. release the patch in order to continue the story? Because I thought I think Stu was in the fence as well, and um, I just decided to try it out anyway. Just I mean, just to see why this is why this needs to change so badly, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not I'm not going to spoil anything, so feel free to uh, keep listening. Um, it it does need a tweak because it's a it's a part of the game that drags for a little bit too long. So it's th- it's like the lowest point of the game, which is a really, really great... Tom and I were discussing that this is the, this part of the game is basically what is preventing it to get a, a perfect 10. Hmm. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the, I mean, I've got a higher tolerance to, to uh, stories dragging on and to areas dragging on than the others. And and I still got bored of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so yeah, there is a point where it's like, yeah, okay, I just want this to be over, and that's it. It it's unnecessarily complicated, labyrinthic, and and with a lot of backtracking. Um, okay. Okay. Slow opening doors and uh, mechanics that are questionable decisions, but but they do have a reasoning behind it. I cannot disclose because of spoilers. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, um, in in all in all, it's just a part of the story that needs to be there, but it's way too long and okay. way too boring. I mean, at some point. So at first it's like exciting and such, but once you've been there for like two hours on the same dungeon, mm. it's like yeah, I I just I just want to move on now. Tom says that it made the rest of the game all that much sweeter once you've gotten out of that chapter. That's one way to look at it, yeah. I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, we already were looking at the other sides of the game with, with much excitement and much praise, mm-hmm. and and this does help you see. Yeah, okay. So these other parts are definitely much better. But I, for one, I, I look at it the other way. Like the game is so good, but this area is really bad. Sure, definitely by so, contrast, and maybe also just in isolation, it's not great. Mm. Yeah. I would recommend. I would. I would still recommend everyone who has the game already and is closing up to this chapter to play it like that sure. as it is mm. right now. I mean, I'm guessing that you can always revisit it later, maybe on New Game Plus or maybe on on I don't know, you name it. Uh, but it is definitely worth playing, mm. only for the reason that you can you can actually see. If you are interested in game design or level design or or game development at all, you should definitely play this part and with a notebook besides you. <laughs> so you can write down what's off and what would you change and such. And then once the page once once the patch lands, play it again and see see why they did the changes. I think it's a an interesting case of study. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. For for me, who's not played it, the the news that this needs re- reworking and that they're also thinking about other areas of the title, um, it I feel maybe in some respects an advantage to just wait 
and and see what happens to it and wait until more of the game has been patched and until it's in a state that they would define done like they were done with it and they released it but we know how modern game development is on at this scale that you have to it's expected that you will have a patch day one for anything that has a multiplayer element it's it's strange to to then consider that a single player only title would would need work post-release but there there we are and and well uh, yes and no i mean one of the things that is coming apparently with the season pass is multiplayer online multiplayer with oh wow Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, people will take control of the other characters of the of the party, and hmm. you can you can just play together. Or at least that's what they said. I'm not sure if they will do it in the end or not. And I don't really know exactly how to feel about that. You know, Cause, sure. Is it Final Fantasy? It's always been um, a single player game. You could always like. Uh, not many people know this, but if you connect actually a second controller on the PlayStation One mm-hmm. when playing Final Fantasy Nine, you can play two players. So you can assign like two characters oh. to one controller and two characters to another controller and you play, yeah, two players. Sure. It's the most oh. pointless thing ever, but it's there. <laughs> so um, multiplayer Final Fantasy, I can see how it would work. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, I wonder if it really needs it. Well, everyone's raving about, everyone who's played Final Fantasy fifteen that I've spoken to is really loving the experience and the 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 way that they're attached to their characters and the way the characters interact, like being able to see other players controlling them and goofing around might detract from that to a certain extent. Maybe. I mean, it depends also with the kind of control that you have. So maybe you only have control of them when you're in combat, mm. which would be the, the, the party leader is the one who says where to go and such. Because, yeah, yeah. it's such, such an open world game, such a huge area to discover that you are you are required to stick together, but how are they going to enforce this? Are they going to constrict the other players to go to where the party leader is or to a certain area, kind of like Crystal Chronicles did? I'm trying to I'm trying to check now what it exactly is for for multiplayer, but there's not really many got, details anyway. Um, four players to battle. Yeah, I, I doubt it's the whole thing, right? It's got to be like a an an extra like expansive episode or something. Or maybe it's like a game mode, like an arena or something, where you just fight with other players alongside you, an enemy in, a, in an enclosed space. Maybe, yeah. Just a set of specific missions, yeah. Um, something like that, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't really think there's um, there's too much more to talk about when it comes to Final Fantasy XV, at least until we, we're talking about Game of the Year stuff, which which is coming up. Um, we'll talk about that a bit now. Um it's, so it's we, quite a pity. It's quite a pity because I really want to say many, many things about Final Fantasy sure. and how, how important it is for me this year. But everything is very uh, story-related, spoilerific. Mm. So I, I just, I can't. I can't do it. I mean, it, it pains me because I want to discuss this with everyone. I've discussed this with Tom in private, with Stu in private. Like, holy shit, this is so good. This happened and happened. And oh my God, it changes. It changed my life. It changed my way of, of seeing the, the game. I don't <laughs> know. Exaggeration, of course. Sure, but, sure. But I want to talk to this, talk to everyone about this, mm. and and I can't. <laughs> sure. Well, you need so, them yeah. to also, I guess yeah. you need them to either not care enough to play it or uh, have already played it. So um, maybe there's room yeah. for a spoiler cast with you, Stu and Tom, or something like that. Uh, Perhaps at some point. Yeah. Yeah, it might be too late for that. There's a lot. There's a lot that we've got plans for the for the game of the year season. So. Um, 
I'll explain that what we're going to do. So the last couple of years, we've uh, as staff for Go Play That, we've released our own uh, game of the year lists, like top tens or less than ten. Um, if we've not been able to to play that many releases from that year, and um, that goes up around Christmas and New Year's. This year, we're planning something a little bit bigger. Um, we have some we have some ideas for some guests to contri- to contribute for this year, um, and. That's exciting to us to have some guest writers for this feature specifically. Um, that would be something new for us where we've, we've always done this, um, as the, as the small group that we are. Um, but we, we've had fans and, and friends and followers along the way throughout the years so far that, that we thank, uh, hugely for, for the support. And, um, yeah, some of them, uh, are going to get to, to share with us their top tens and we'll see just how varied uh, the tastes are th- throughout the go play that community <laughs> we've met so many interesting people it's so it's so great to see mm. to see this happen with guest writers and people interested into contributing with us mm. it's, i am super excited to do this yeah yeah i'm looking forward to seeing it and uh we'll we'll have content going up um we're planning for that to be up between between christmas day and and new year's day we'll have that that week um where we'll we'll have daily content uh, is the plan we'll see that should that should work out everything it works should, out in yeah. the end um yeah and we've got some other things things planned around podcasts which uh we'll share more details on as we get closer we've got at least one more week of uh our regular podcast episodes before before we get there um but looking ahead actually i wanted to ask you bob i'll, I'll go through through my side first but ask you what was on your remaining playlist thinking about game of the year like have you have you changed what you've been playing i, I guess not this week but um, um not this week but i do have some plans of playing uh new games so i on my pipeline for example i have sure. let it die which is which was released not so long ago for the playstation yep. 4 mm-hmm. and i think you played it so maybe we can talk about that later uh, we, yes for sure okay i'll be on next uh, subject yeah and there was another game that actually caught my eye on steam i saw it on the news not long ago Hmm. And um, because I, I actually paid attention to it because um, this year in particular, I was checking my game of the year list and I noticed that there was no no big indie title like like the year, the past year, for example, it was Undertale or the previous year was Crypt of the Necrodancer. My my game of the year list is surprisingly full of AAA titles. So hmm. I've been paying attention what's what's been happening lately. And there has been there's this one game. It was released a few days ago called One Shot. Okay. And and it seems to be some sort of puzzle adventure, top-down puzzle adventure game where the characters inside it acknowledge the existence of you as a player mm-hmm. and and they address you by name, even if you don't tell them what your name is. Right. So <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to see exactly um, what that's about. And the technology behind it, I'm guessing mm-hmm. it just like reads the username of your Windows session or something like that. But I'm very, very interested on on seeing what comes out of that. And um, what else? There, what is this? The The Last Guardian. I'm not sure if I will play it this year, but that's yeah. that's probably that's probably one of my biggest misses too. Because I'm yep. not gonna buy it, and and I don't think I don't think anyone will part with it before the year ends. Yeah, yeah, so same, same. Um, and um, I guess there's some stuff that you had you called out as things you you wished you'd spent more time with. Um, 
like for me as as well as you like Tokyo Mirage sessions right. uh, was something like I wish I'd spent more time with because it could it could well have have made its way onto my list uh it, it had a it didn't have much of a chance being a Japanese RPG uh f- for me personally but um yeah. I do wish I'd spent more time with it and I think part of it is just because I've been on my PC all year like my list is full of stuff that I've played on PC Right. Um, talking talking about indie stuff, there there are a few things that were really good f- this year, and and um, I'll discuss them more going forward as we talk about game of the year. Like um, Inside was great. Inside um, was great, and so was Super Hot. Like those two for me. Oh, and well, there's like Hyper Light Drifter, and then there's like multiplayer stuff like Overcooked. There's been some great um, independent titles this year for sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, there has been really good. It's mm. just that. That I guess it's just that the AAA games kind of like outshined them this time. It's been to a the, degree. Uh, the yeah, the one redeeming thing about this year has been the games released. Like yes. it's a it's a very good problem to have to have too many games to play and um and really high to quality ones about. too. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I look at the things I'm I'm talking about playing now and considering for my list compared to previous years, and it's very easy to get to ten for me. Of course, I played a lot, a lot, but uh, it seems very easy to to have a lot to to consider. Um, for me, I'm for the next for the rest of the week. Like I'm nearly done with Watch, with Watch Dogs too. Um, nice. I feel like I need to play more of it to know where it is, but I'll I'll probably end up finishing that out before um, I need to finalize my list. And then I do need to spend more time with Dishonored too, which um, I haven't actually played for a little bit, not since we talked about it last time. Um, and I guess Pokemon Sun has just been on my 3DS, sat in my bag, as I expected it would be. Um, yeah, I really, I should spend more time with that just to see where it fits, but I still enjoy it. Like, we talked about this before, like, I'm in this weird state of feeling like I, I can only play 2016 releases and every moment counts to see if uh, it makes the cut and then... After that, I'm released and free to play stuff released from year, years past, and I, I'm sitting on that copy of Steins Gate that, um, that I picked up recently through, right. through Tom. And and now there's yeah. a prequel to go with. Oh, well, not oh, really so, a prequel. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a different. Well, it's, game. Called Stein, it's called Steins Gate Zero, which would indicate probably some kind of prequelization. It's not uh, really a prequel. Apparently, it's some sort of alternate timeline where things happen uh, in a different way. Okay, but, um, but yeah. Okay, I, I showed um, I showed a friend, uh, I showed Nasser my copy of Steins Gate, and he said, "Oh, that is amazing! That that uh, that um, anime, like he'd known it through the anime that he'd watched a few years back, and of course the game started it all from from my understanding." No, I think it's quite the opposite. So Steins oh, really? Gate is yeah, Steins Gate is a rather old game, but some of these games were actually adapted later on to to animes. It's happened That's with what Steins I mean, Gate, yeah, for example. Exactly. Then yeah, yeah. it happened also with Persona Four. It has an anime for that. Yes, yes. And, and also Danganronpa. It also mm-hmm. has an anime. Yeah, I, in yeah, fact, yeah. I in fact got to know Danganronpa because of the anime. I didn't know right. it existed before. Okay. But yeah, ninety uh, percent of the cases, I think Steins Gate. Well, not Steins Gate, but the anime came after the game. It's just yeah. that the game arrived rather late and to the West. Yeah, exactly. So pre- people probably had access or uh, it was made popular in the West f- through the yeah. anime before the game uh, surfaced on our side. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, the, the, so there's, you know, those those few games are the ones I'm trying to play this week um, before uh, the deadline 
that we've arbitrarily set for ourselves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if we have a chance of turning that content around for all you lovely folks at home, then uh, that's needed. <laughs> other other sites have have, uh, have already been releasing all of their content, so they probably had to cut off about mid middle of November or something like that. That sounds. It's it's, an, it's a weird topic. Um, Earl mentioned it to me that for the Game Awards and the the Jeff Keighley year apparently is including December in next year's considerations. So, for example, the Game Awards would consider The Last Guardian to be a 2017 uh, candidate. Well, I'm guessing that since the Game Awards happen in November, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Well, it's it's necessary, yeah, but it's it's all arbitrary, right? We we think yeah. about things in terms of years, but really stuff lives on. And um, I don't know if it ever factors into like big publishers thinking about when to release their title. Like many publishers will choose to release something in January and it might get forgotten by the end of the year. Uh, like it, depending on how strong it is and how big the year and successful the year was. But um, yeah, I like thinking about all this kind of stuff, just making a meta game out of the year's releases. Um, this actually makes me sad again that Titanfall 2 was not, did not have the success it deserved. I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. If if you haven't played Titanfall 2, go play it. Yeah, That's I'm sure it. it's gonna it. it's gonna come up soon on the site. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Cool. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let it die. So you mentioned yeah, that as something that you wanted to try. Um. What do you yeah. know about it before before I go through it? I know that it's made by Grasshopper and Suda Fifty One, mm-hmm. and uh, I've I've played a lot of games from this guy, and each game is like crazier than the previous one. It's incredible. Yeah. So um. Uh, funny tidbit. Do you know why he's called Suda Fifty One? Um, Suda Ichi is like his name or something. And Goichi. Ichi. Oh, Goichi. So, Goichi. Suda Goichi and Goichi Go is five and Ichi is one. Right. So yeah. yeah, that that wouldn't make much sense for people who didn't know Japanese, but you learned it here. Suda <laughs> Goichi comes here because Fifty One. It's called Suda Five One in general yeah. in Japanese. That's his name. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so so this guy has done games like um, I think the last one that I played from him was Shadows of the Damned on the PlayStation. Yeah, that 3. was. Yeah, and um, I can't think of one that's newer than that. But uh, before that, he did Killer Seven. Killer Seven. Um, yeah, Killer is dead, probably as well, huh? Right. Is yeah, that is new. That is newer, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but I can't remember if it was newer than Shadows of the Damned. Or, or it previous, is. It is. But, it's so newer. Yeah. I think Killer is Dead was from him, and I did not play that one, mm-hmm. but I heard mixed reviews about it. I don't know. Yeah, me too. I think um, Stu really enjoyed it. He had it in his. Um, it didn't he have it in his four in Feb in the first year that we did it. Killer is Dead. No, I think wasn't that D four. No, that was you. No, that was me. Yeah, that <laughs> I was think you. He had, he, yeah, he had Killer is Dead, and we all yes, laughed yes. at him and saying, "Oh, you're really going to hate that," and then he ended up enjoying it. So okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 I remember now, yes. Oh my god, yeah. my memory is so bad. Yeah, so yeah, so the Grasshopper and Suda Fifty One's games have had a very iconic style. Like they're all like a very specific lighting and humour and references to her kind of heaven and hell stuff and, and Yeah. And they're really bizarre overall. Very yeah, bizarre is the is the perfect word here. And all of that definitely surfaces for Let It Die. Um but the game is the game is a free to play, uh, which is how I've been playing it. Um, completely free, 
And I don't think there's currently any way that you can funnel any money through to it right now. There's no way to purchase anything. No, but there will be for sure. I, ah. Like, I, um, for example, actually, no, I'll go through that later. Um, Some, the, yeah, that would be a very odd thing to do. I mean, you release a free-to-play game with no way to generate benefits. People by the by, by the time people want to st- to spend money, they will stop playing the game. Well, the um, from what I've heard, it could make sense because by the time you get into harder areas of the game and you need shortcuts to get there that they'll be there for you um i might just be spewing complete false info right now by saying that there's no trans and microtransaction hooks but it's, it's what i'd heard um i've spent about 90 minutes with the game uh over a single session and primarily it's kind of a dungeon crawler roguelike okay that, so you get my attention so you um and it feels a bit like if they took Shadow of the Damned and Dark Souls and made it have babies. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, it's got the sort of weird Suda51 humor and bizarreness, but with the deliberate animations and the having to collect items and, and making slow progress and then having to bank that progress, um, that all exists within this title, in, in, much in a sort of Demon Souls, Dark Souls kind of way. Uh-huh. Um so you're progressing through something called the Tower of Barbs. Uh, the story goes that some event occurred in on the on planet Earth, and now the the only thing worth doing is climbing this tower um, floor by floor to get to heaven or something like okay. that. <laughs> um, so that's the main premise. But then it's it throws a load of really weird uh, ideas on top, like um, if you if you die, then your corpse becomes AI and more powerful AI than the normal regular uh, enemies in, in the dungeon. Uh, if you then kill your previous corpse, then you can then set it loose on some other PSN friend's um, dungeon. Okay. And if, they, if your corpse then kills your friend, you get all the spoils. Oh my god! Uh, but then, of course, theirs will show up in in yours. So I had to like I had to kill um, Uli and Claudio and a few other friends in my game. <laughs> uh, and then, when you first when you die, uh, you can you can pay for insurance uh, to go back in where you were, and you pay with like this special currency to go back in, and you you, you start the game with like eight or nine of this currency it's like this rainbow skull icon okay. um and they spend the time to sell you the insurance like run the insurance sales pitch and then the first one's free so you get thrown back in for free the first time but then uh after that you have to you have to pay with this currency can you choose when you go back for free the first time no no uh, the first, the first time, time you die they throw you, you back in. in yeah just to it's all about like you know teaching you the, the mechanics of the game so um, other than that, there's like risk reward of getting out uh, of the tower to level up your character and the leveling in terms of strength and, you know, strength and vitality and agility, you know, dexterity and all that stuff, similar to the sort of points that you can spend on your character in Dark Souls. That is specific to that character. So when they die, 
it's you're back down yeah uh. but then there's other things that are persistent like gear is persistent across your characters okay um and you can like level up a specific weapon and that weapon's properties and damage values will persist regardless of whether you are using an experienced character or like a level one character um it's cool um I don't know how much time I'll spend with it going forward. Um, I, I don't think I'm turned off by the free-to-play nature. Like, it's made it more likely that I will play it. Like, I may not have spent any time with it at all. But it also makes it difficult to sort of judge. Like, it's worth your time to give it a go. And you might enjoy it, Bob. But um, I think the only... It's definitely not as good as a Dark Souls game. And I would prefer something more story driven and more focused from grasshopper. Uh, yeah. I don't uh, think you will, <laughs> you will encounter much like that. I mean, nothing no. like a story or a, or a lore as deep as dark souls in a, in a grasshopper game. I don't think it's going to happen. No, of course. But in terms of what the, what this game has taken from that is the roguelike elements of like risk reward, losing your stuff. And then also the deliberate animations and it's quirky, right? All the weapons are stupid. Um, my most su- successful weapon so far has just been a hot iron that you can burn your victims with, like a okay. plancher to to iron your clothes. You can just burn the faces of your of your enemies as you go oh, through. Nice. Um, it's it's really strange, and if you've got a PS4, that's all you need to to give it a go. Really, yeah. Um, I will definitely play it. I I wonder. I mean, this makes me wonder why exactly. Did they choose to make it free to play in the end? Because in the beginning, it wasn't was actually a full re- retail AAA title. But they 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 shift gears, I think, on the late cycle of the development mm. and made it free to play. I wonder what the reasons the, behind that were. The, the The way that you'll end up uh, putting money in is that there's a elevator system, so you can get in the lift and go back down to the ground floor, back to the lobby, and that's where you can save and. Uh, quit without it counting as a death and mm-hmm. spend your currency and level up your stuff and cook your mushrooms. Um, cook your mushrooms. Now that use, use of the standard plebs elevator costs in game currency, but then you <laughs> can use the express elevator um, for free. If you've or you know, for, for real money uh, to get a license for that or something like that. Um, and then there's a pretty lady that stands around in hot pants in that elevator. So, of course, that's a fantastic reason. <laughs> so you pay for the eye candy <laughs> and for the short loading time? or I don't, uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> think it's even a short, it's just a, you can use the lift as much as you want ah, okay. over a period without, of time or something. Without like, having to pay in-game currency. Yeah, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem too enticing, Um but I guess we'll see how things pan out as as people spend more time with the game. Like, there's also like p- some PvP um, clan based elements that are later on, but I've just not played enough to actually see how any of that plays out, uh, unfortunately. Um, but maybe it just gets more difficult, and the use of the normal elevator gets more expensive each time, ah, and it en- ends up ramp- ramping to the cer- to a certain extent that you feel that you you'd need to put money in and. You feel like, oh well, I haven't spent any money yet, so what's four dollars? I don't know. We'll see. 
<laughs> I don't know see. if I'll be around a long long enough, but I I suggest you you give it a go uh, once you get well now you finish Final Fantasy fifteen you you're free as a bird. I think yeah, I already finished it. I can already play other games. I was thinking of Watch Dogs too. Oh, definitely yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes, yes. Watch Dogs two is definitely on the on the games that I have to play soon, sooner mm-hmm. or later. But True. I already played a little bit of Watch Dogs, so maybe I will just fire up, let it die, see how it is, and then go back to Watch Dogs. Sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Um, other than that, I've played a bit of Serious Sam. No, um, Serious Sam, the, the original was, one. Yeah, the, well, not the original original, but the first but the game. Remake, HD yeah, the re- remake of the... Exactly. So there was a Steam sale recently, and every single Steam sale, there's they've cut the price of the Serious Sam games by 90%. So they were like, instead of... 10 euros they were a euro nice. so i picked up i picked up um one two and three plus all the dlc for them uh twice like two copies of each one and lorena and i have been playing co-op online co-op next to each other with the two tvs like we did with <laughs> gears of war um and Those were the that's days. been good fun I mean, Though, that, the, yeah <laughs> playing like that is great yeah it's great and um yeah those games are solid like i don't know if we need to talk about serious sam but it was um, those... uh, maybe like explain a little bit what it's about. So sure. Focus, so um... it was a game that like the series started in the early two thousands from from what I can recall. I think so. And they were PC first person shooters where you played as uh, the titular Serious Sam, and you ran through an Egyptian temple, killing enemies. Just just that you just proceeded through levels and there were like secret items and the the sort of iconic enemy of the series is a headless guy who will kamikaze run towards you screaming uh, despite having no no head in vulgar no head yeah exactly (laughs) Um, carrying two bombs on his stumps like it replaced his hands with uh, bombs and then uh, when he gets to you he explodes so you need to you need to shoot them, shoot them before before they get close. And uh, even back then, like the game had like a strong multiplayer element where you, I think you can have sixteen players playing the co-op. Oh wow! Okay, I think I've maybe. never really played the the old school uh, Serious Sam, and for the new one, I played it very very little. The third, the third but, one, right? Yeah, but. Um, the Serious Sam is actually characteristic, or actually what it made it stand out from the competition back then was mm. that it was like super frenetic, wasn't it? Yeah, it w- there was a lot of circle strafing, running backwards, shooting, um, lots of different crazy weapons that you pick up. Um, crowd management was like the main part of the combat is that there's a, such a huge number of enemies and that was impressive in itself. Um but a huge number of enemies that you had to sort of kite and duck around to to not take too much damage and then take as many out as you can. Um, similar, I guess, Devil Daggers mm, is the yeah. most recent thing that has that same sort of crowd control element to its first-person shooter combat. Um, speaking, speaking of Serious Sam, actually reminds me of this story about uh, how Vlambeer was commissioned to make one of the Serious Sam games. Do you know about it? Oh, which one did they make? The um, I think it was called the Random Encounter. Random Encounter. I think. Yeah, Random I Encounter. I can't remember exact, the exact title, but yeah, basically, yeah. I was uh, when I was in June in in Game Lab, I saw Brami Ismail giving a talk, and they talked about mm-hmm. how they were uh, commissioned to make a Serious Sam game, hmm. and and they really did not want to make it. 
<laughs> oh, really? So really, really did not want to make it, but they couldn't really say no because they don't get many offers of, of commissions and such. So they said, okay, let's just make the worst possible game we can make. So <laughs> check out Serious Sam. What is it? Is it it's high-octane action, freedom of movement, uh, lots of enemies, and, and, you know, like constantly active staying. So what's the total opposite of that? And they made they made a serious Sam turn based RPG. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it was super successful apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, there we go. I mean, it's a, it's a funny anecdote to remember mm. from the yeah, franchise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the antithesis of what you come to expect from the from the series, but then it has like the characters and the the style of it, I guess. Uh, mm. And it was made by Vlambeer, so it was pretty good. Yeah, um, lots of screen shake. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Um, yeah, so we're nearly done with the first one from what I can remember, but we're going to plow through, um, plow through the series as like a holiday, holiday treat. Um, and you've now missed the opportunity to pick them up on the sale. Uh, though, Bob, I see that you own a couple of them. Yeah, probably you. Uh, yeah. I probably so picked they, them up at some point with a bundle or something. I can't exactly. Remember. Like, yeah, you can get, you could, I ended up getting all three of them twice for like less than 15 euros. So, um, they released like the original versions are on steam, but they then did an HD up res, which is well worth the extra <clears throat> 20 cents mm-hmm. uh, for each one. I think it equates to, I think you can get the originals only in a bundle. That's what it is. Like you could buy each one piecemeal, the, the HD versions, but if you buy the big bundle of everything, then it comes with the original versions as well. Um, and yeah, it holds up. It just runs really smooth and playing, playing online co-op seems to be the way to go just as a fun trip with a, with a mate. Hmm. Um, we may even want to get you involved and do like a three player thing, Bob. Right. Um, depending which ones you, you have, I can't remember. I've got, I've got apparently Serious Sam HD, the first encounter, mm-hmm. the second encounter, and, um, and that, that's it, I think. I got okay. Serious Sam HD double pack, basically, that back in sure. the day. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just checking the Serious Sam titles available on Steam. And first of all, there is a Serious Sam VR that I didn't know it existed. Oh, yes, I've seen that. Giant Bomb had a go at it, and you are standing still, and enemies are coming towards you. Like I okay. said, you, yeah. you shoot them. <laughs> And there's also, we've got Serious M Classic, the first encounter, and Serious M Classic, the second encounter, both listed mm-hmm. on Steam for 99.99 euros. <laughs> what? Yeah, it makes no sense to me, but yeah, it's listed like that. So apparently the classic games are 100 euros worth in Steam. So, cool. Good Somebody would agree with you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, if you're, if you somehow missed the Serious M series, um, and have a PC, like, give them a go. Uh, we're playing with controllers because we're a disgrace to the PC master race. Um, but I think the third one is on consoles. I, I think. don't know. Maybe on PlayStation 3? If, if, there, if it is on consoles, it's on last year. Perhaps. Probably. Uh, I don't know. We're not going to research that. You can do it yourself. No. Um, wow. So I think, I think that's all we have this this week bob yeah um but we are looking forward to finishing up all of our game of the year stuff and we'll have more news uh next week with with what we've got planned and and where you can check that out and um perhaps by that time tom is better and can 
contribute. Well, hopefully, yes, absolutely. Yeah. We need we need his uh, northern drawl to to keep us to keep us going and not <laughs> go into a rambling mess. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Cool. So, I think I'm planning to do an elusive target this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, number number sixteen has an interesting um, dilemma, which is that there are three people that are walking around and you have to kill one and not harm the other two. And they, they uh, walk together and they look the same or something like that? No, it's not quite like the twin one, but they look different and you know which one is which, but I imagine that they're like very close to each other. So ah, so no, hanging no, together. No ducks allowed. Um, I see. We'll see. <laughs> We'll see what to do about that one. And then they've, like, some games have had a lot of Christmas and wintery related content updates. Like, Hitman yeah. got the thing where you can dress as Santa and kill the people that are stealing the presents. Uh, Overwatch, Overwatch today just, started, yeah. just got an update, and there's a um, a Santa skin for Torbjorn, which looks fantastic. Um, that, like, some, some of those. Yeah. Uh, some friends are telling me that the new Brawl is actually quite fun. There's, there's a new brawl this time, just like any, every other event that there's like a special game mode, which mm. is that every player is May. Okay. And uh, instead of the primary fire, instead of just firing this spray where it freezes people, it just shoots a, a, a snowball. That okay. is, it kills some touch, so it's just a one-hit kill. Mm-hmm. And it's six versus, six versus six. But the ammo of those snowballs is limited. So if you run out of snowballs, you have to go get more. Yeah, to pick them up in the environment, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we need to get back and spend some time on that, I think. I I at least need to go in and see how much currency I have to see if I can buy any skins. Uh, Because sometimes they didn't allow you to buy uh, the special, like, seasonal skins. Yeah, on on summer um, event it didn't. With this one you can, I I know for sure. Yeah, I think they maybe did that in summer, realized it uh, didn't work out the way they wanted or not, not enough people were getting the skins and they've opened that up. The problem with that is that on events... The the skins that you can get with currency are notoriously more expensive than the regular ones. So well, sure, but that skin, makes sense. Yeah. Like it does, I guess it does make sense. It's, it's a lot it, more limited. It also means we'll probably never have that same special moment that we had with Earl, um, where he really wanted that Tracer Great Britain <laughs> skin. <laughs> like if he could just get enough coins to buy it, he probably we probably wouldn't have had him opening fifty loot boxes in one go. <laughs> oh well. Maybe, yes, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know of any other games that have just got a winter update? I know of one more, like Forza Horizon 3 has got uh, its first expansion, which is like rally through a winter environment, like m- mountains covered in snow and stuff. Mm, probably um, all Blizzard games like Heroes of the Storm, Hearthstone, they probably got updates. Mm. Final Fantasy fourteen also has a Christmas event running around. I'm not sure mm. exactly what it's about. I have to log in and figure out. That's usually standard fare for like successful and popular MMOs, right? They have yeah. seasonal seasonal get, content all the time. They get new content where you can just get, I don't know, maybe like a Santa uh, suit for your character or mm. uh, a candy cane weapon. I don't know, something right, cos- right, cos- right. cosmetic mostly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, or poses. When when, <laughs> when there's poses involved in MMOs, that that is the the main focus because they're I way it, more. I heard it was than, hats. I guess that's yeah. Team Fortress. Hats is Team Fortress because you can stack them on top of each other, but Final Fantasy, since you can only wear one, then okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of difficult to, to choose. Mm-hmm. But yeah, cool. still, looking forward to see what, what it's about. 
we'll mm-hmm. we'll see. Cool. All right. Uh, thanks, Bob. Then yeah. uh, we'll catch everyone next week for another episode of the Go Play That podcast. See ya. Bye. Yeah.